Hey, welcome to Florida Home Chat. This is Paige Skipichinen. And I'm Miranda Oswald. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Let's talk about real estate. Absolutely. Yeah. And why people love to live in Florida. And they do. Yes. Hey, Paige. Hey, how are you doing? Good. Guess what we're talking about today? Uh, the notes say bugs. Bugs, bugs, bugs. Isn't that a fun topic? Yeah, it can be. So we got a lot to talk about, but uh, we're not going to just talk about bugs. We're talking about pests. Sure. So pests, like, for example, the kind with whiskers? Yeah. I mean, rats. I, yeah. That's not my favorite topic. I r- Rats are so common in Florida. They are. They're everywhere, especially in your attic. So that's our home maintenance topic of the day. Okay. Let's get rid of rodents. So the best way that you don't have to hurt them or deal with them at all is to exclude them. Rodent exclusion. And how does somebody do that? Well, you really have to call in the pros. But the first thing you need to know, the reason you need it, is that a rat only takes a hole the size of a quarter. That's really small. I know, to enter your house. That's a, I mean, there are holes all over. If you look around water spigots, around... Um, Especially around soffits, they chew through those little soffits. They got sharp little toothies. Yeah. So they can get in really easily. And once they get in, you know what rats like to do? Dookie. And also make baby rats. <laughs> <laughs> so and once they once they leave their urine marks, they're those are pheromones that did you know that rats ovulate every eighteen minutes? I don't nice. know where I read that, but I read that somewhere. That's- Sad, sad thing for the females. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, they ovulate a lot. And so they have lots of pheromones that released in their urine. And once that's in your attic, they will come back to it over and over and over again. And they can chew through almost anything. So are you telling me that when the pheromones are released, that attracts more male rats, which will lead to more baby rats, which will just lead to more rats? Every 18 minutes. Wow. Not, <laughs> not technically. <laughs> well, you, you don't know the gestation no, period we, of we're, rats. We're not pros Just on the this. the ovulation period. But we, the one thing we are pros about is we know you don't want them in your attic. So you got to call in the pros. Call in the pros and have them exclude your house. They'll put like the right kind of, um, what is that stuff called? The stuff. Well, if we had a proper cheat sheet, as our notes would say, (laughs) see, I can't even contribute anything to our podcast because it says see cheat sheet. However, there's no cheat sheet. So we don't know what we're talking about. We don't. But, you know, they they know how to keep the rats out. That's the main thing. So the topic for the month is month, week. Well, it's been a, it's been a while since we it's did a podcast. It's only been a week. Okay. We missed a week. We missed a Stop week. Stop giving me such a hard time. <laughs> so now we know whose fault that was. <laughs> so anyway, the topic for the week is keep the rodents out and now let's talk about bugs. We're going to have a special guest on. Um oh, by the way, do you know what the shortest poem ever written it had to Save do it with for Adam. No, let's let's do it now. No, you guys heard Adam. it. You got to tell Okay, I'll tell save it for Adam. All, All right. right. <laughs> We're saving it for Adam. We're saving it for Adam. Okay, shortest poem ever written. Coming up. See you soon. 
So with us today, we have Adam Burnside of Good News Pest Solutions. He's our hero. He's our bug man. Yeah. Hi, Adam. It's good to see you, Adam. Good to see you too. Thanks for having me on the show. Sure. Tell us first where you've been today. I oh no, no, no. First, oh, we, have, we have a joke for you. It's actually. not a joke. <laughs> it's serious. This Uh-oh. is really serious. Okay, so do you know the shortest poem ever written was about bugs? No. It's called Fleas. It's called Fleas. Would you like to hear it? Sure. Adam Haddam. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us the truth. Is it true? <laughs> I, I've never had them. We don't have any pets, actually. So I, I, <laughs> I might bring them home every once in a while, but I make sure to take care of those quick. All right. I thought you'd like that, that it was a bug That's joke. Great. All right. I haven't heard it before. Very nice. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised <laughs> at that, actually. So today you were out at the beach, right? But, yes, not, but not surfing. No, it was business related, not pleasure. Although I did get to go up on the roof and get a really nice view of Bradenton Beach through the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> well, before you came on today, we were talking about rat exclusion. So this had something to do with rodents, correct? That's right. Yes. So this house is built up on a crawl space, which leaves an open door for things to get underneath the house. And if there's a penetration from the plumbing up to the living space, sometimes you can actually see rats in the house. And in this instance, on your cutting board in the kitchen. Oh, no. Just not where you want to see them. No, definitely not. You know, I think one of the first pictures I ever got with you was you in a crawl space. With one of my customers, um, we were just watching you. It was the first time I met you, and you were so nice about. It. I was like, "Let's get a picture," and you were you had like a hazmat suit on. It was crazy. <laughs> I remember it? Yep, I looked like an astronaut, and we uh, <laughs> a respirator and and a headlamp on, and had to go into the house to look for termites. And we we found termites there, and it was a big part of whether or not they were considering asking for repairs. So that was important. Yeah, yeah it is up, always important. Yeah, they end up canceling. So WDO is the name of the inspection that people get with your company, one of many inspections. But explain that. What the heck is that, WDO? So it's a very specific form from the state of Florida. The WDO stands for Wood Destroying Organism. Uh, the state form is called a 13645 Wood Destroying Organism Inspection Report. And uh it's very important for a real estate transaction. Yeah, it really is. So let's talk first about the kind of wood-destroying organisms that don't fly or even breathe. That's true. Florida is specific that we have a WDO inspection, which includes organisms, microorganisms like fungus. Um, So wood rot is in that category, and it's very common. Uh, the reason it's important is sometimes we could be the first ones in the attic or in a crawl space to find a plumbing leak or a roof leak, and that's going to create some brown rot or some white rot that we can point out and maybe uh, bring in a contractor after us that can give you an idea of what needs to be done to resolve that and stop the moisture intrusion. When there's fungus among us. That's right. <laughs> Especially in a wood frame house or a wood siding house, you could have lots of that around doorways and windows, uh, siding that's stacked, and uh, those repair bills can add up. So it's good to catch them on the front end. Okay, that sounds great. So it's not just termites that we're talking about when we talk about bugs. 
Right. There are some, some, some are like, you could say they're boring. (laughs) (laughs) They're not boring to me. You know, they're my livelihood. (laughs) I think they're quite interesting, but, uh, but yes, uh, people think of a termite inspection when they think of a WDO inspection. But we can also find uh, beetles that live in trees and can be, you know, cut into lumber uh, in trusses or in framing. So uh, examples would be old house borer beetles, uh, powder post beetles. That's what I meant by boring. They didn't really. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they they do. They they bore, and they can be identified by the the size and shape of their boring holes. Uh, So it's not just termites that we'll find. We found those before. There was one house we had that had every kind of possible WD wood destroying organism on earth in the right. in it. Right. <laughs> you had to have an engineer ground. come out. That's right. I remember it. So how can we spot those kinds of things like the boring insects and the um and the fungus? How can we spot that on our own or can we? Sure. Well, with a sharp eye and and just maybe a regular inspection seasonally, you can you can look around your own home and find it. Most of the time, you're not going to see the insect or the beetle itself. You'll find what they leave behind. You'll Whoa. find their droppings. Um, <laughs> so each one is is different and unique. Um, so if you can, you have to taste them to see what kind they are, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, it reminds me of the movie Mouse Hunt where he tastes the droppings. Oh, this one has an iron deficiency. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, that's how we find them is what they leave behind or the damage that they make. It's all unique. So once you know what you're looking for and we can help you with that, then you can detect it early and prevent damage to your house. Okay, we have something we want to talk to you about. Yes. Are you planning on buying or selling in Southwest Florida, particularly Sarasota or Manatee counties? Those are our favorite places. They sure are. And if you are, don't hesitate to drop us a line. We can definitely help you out. However, if you're planning on buying or selling outside of Sarasota or Manatee counties, anywhere in the universe, don't sweat it. We can help you out. The sun, the moon, anywhere. We can find an agent that's going to help best fit your needs. The ones with the best reputation and the most fun. Just contact us on our Facebook page, Florida Home Chat at Facebook. And so with termites, um, there's more than one kind, right? So what are the different types of termites there are? Sure. There's, there are many kinds now. Um, we have in our area two, you could argue three prevalent kinds, um, primarily dry wood termites and subterranean termites. Um, but we live in a subtropical climate with people bringing in new species all the time from around the world. So mm-hmm. we're seeing a couple others now that fortunately haven't become a problem in Sarasota yet. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. It's not something that you um, actually, a normal person wouldn't think about. And it's interesting to hear from your perspective, for sure. Um, And then how how does a person tell the difference between dry wood and subterranean termites? Sure. Well, it's where they come from and um, the, the evidence that they leave behind. Um, subterranean Again, with the evidence they leave behind. <laughs> right. That's primarily what we're writing up on a WDO report is, you know, 
most things are hidden. They're cryptic. They're in the walls, but we can see the evidence and from their swarms and, and from what they, what they drop. <laughs> so uh, subterranean. That's called, that's called frass, right? That's right. Drywood termites make a very distinct frass pellet. That's basically, they, they take the nutrition out of the wood and what's left behind is very unique and all a uniform size and shape. It's so not sassafras. You, no, that's right. That's right. It looks, uh, I think of it kind of like a chia seed or a coffee ground or something like that. It's all in that same kind of size category, but they make little piles or you might see it kind of splattered in in corners and ledges. And um, that's where they, they clean their galleries out and they push those out of the galleries and we find it. And once you've seen it, it's very recognizable as dry wood termites. And they're the only ones that make that specifically. So when you see that, you know exactly what you're dealing with. Um, subterranean termites live underground and they bring dirt up with them. So their galleries are, are dirty. They bring in mud and you see mud tubes sometimes going up the walls. So uh, those two things differentiate them pretty easily. And what's the difference in treating dry wood, dry wood versus subterranean? So there is a very distinct difference. Drywood termites don't need to travel anywhere to and from to find food. They could set up shop in a corner of a house and never leave and have everything they need to continue to grow and multiply. Subterranean termites need to go back to the ground, to the, to the colony, and then they forage for food up through the house and bring it back. So you can cut off, they, you can cut them off at the pass when they're subterranean, you can create a protection around the foundation that they would have to travel through or be blocked by. Oh, uh, wow. So it's a soil treatment. Uh, drywood termites, you have to get the product to them, which could be in the walls or in the ceiling or anywhere in the furniture, in the cabinets. Mm. Um, so you can treat that by treating the whole house with a gas or locally with a spot treatment, which is usually a foam or a dry bait or a liquid spray. So uh, when you see a house in your neighborhood has been tented, <laughs> you know that's drywood termites. And does that mean that neighbors probably also ought to have a checkup? It would be wise to have a, a free inspection. You know, you can you can get peace of mind uh, with maybe about a half an hour to an hour of, of your time. And uh, it's very inexpensive. You can you can uh, know or have peace of mind. Uh, yes, that's I would recommend when you see one tent in a house, the, the whole neighborhood is at risk. They, they can spread from place to place or live in the landscaping, especially mature neighborhoods with mature landscaping and old oak trees, things like that. They'll swarm from the trees to the homes. And that's why you see them in certain pockets of town, which are usually downtown areas or close to the water where they were developed for decades and, and generations. Interesting. That is interesting. Okay. So before we go, I have one question for you. Out of all the crawl spaces you've been in or <laughs> attics, what's the creepiest thing or the weirdest thing you've seen? <laughs> I don't like snakes. Oh. Uh, I can I can deal with all of the pests, spiders, the roaches, anything creepy, crawly, bed bugs even doesn't bother me. But when I'm in a space where I know around every support pier, I have to be careful because there's something venomous. I, I get a little twitchy. I don't. So, uh, 
I was in a crawl space where you could clearly see the trails from snakes. And I knew I was going to find a little den of rattlesnakes somewhere. Oh my gosh. So I, I, uh, I backed out of that one very cautiously. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is creepy. Yeah. Well, we love you, Adam. Is there anything else you want to talk to us about? Everybody should get a, an occasional uh, termite inspection and also should have their homes excluded regularly. Is that correct? That's true. And the one thing I would like to get out to the, the rest of everybody listening is that there's no shame in having an issue with these things because there's nothing you personally can do to totally prevent it. I'm it's so glad you said that because we see it in every price range, every right. type neighborhood, every type home, the cleanest, right. it doesn't matter. Right. The more elaborate your house, the more complicated the roof lines are and the more material is in there and the more opportunity is in there. So we see it in the multi-million dollar homes. We see it in the manufactured homes and it's of every you know, age and size. So there's nothing shameful about having to treat your house. Uh, and in fact, you're doing the most responsible thing for your neighbors. A lot of people don't want their neighbors to know that they have termites or that they have rats. But the fact is, if you do nothing or if you try to hide it or skirt the problem, it's just going to grow and it will spread to your neighbors. Yeah. So, where do you think those itty bitty babies came from? Probably your neighbors. <laughs> right. So do everyone in the in the neighborhood a favor and deal with it quickly. And that's how we can get control over these uh, these issues. That's awesome. And Adam, um, if you don't mind, we'll put Good News Pest Solutions information in our details um, so people can contact you guys if they need anything. Great. Awesome. And and just so you know, uh, for real estate inspections that required form sometimes, uh, that inspection is $50 from us. And we offer a $25 credit on any future service. So really, it's it's about as affordable as it gets. Yeah, that's an amazing price too. Really because anybody is. who's shopped it, or if you're thinking about getting an inspection and you shop it, that's about, should, should we tell him that's about half of what everybody else charges? <laughs> it's really crazy. No, that, we don't, it's not. So your, it's your awesome. price is right on. It's, it's an essential service that every, everybody should use. And uh, we like to offer it and be the best at it. And, uh, and then obviously if you make a good first impression, you have the opportunity to protect their home for years to come. So that's, that's right. our, that's our model. It's good. Thank business. you. All right, Adam, have a great day. Thank you so much for joining us today. And I know I'll be seeing you around an attic sooner or later. I'll look forward to it. <laughs> so great seeing you, Adam. Bye. You too. Take care. All right. So what's next? Well, I think that we have to yet talk about the event, an event in Florida that everybody wants to go to. So what's coming up? Well, there is a very spectacular event that takes place every year in March. And this year it starts on March 4th and it's at Epcot where everybody Ooh, likes to go for drinkies, drinkies and foodies. Yeah. Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it is. It's kind of cool. So um, Epcot really knows how to cash in on the natural occurrence of flowers. And what they're going to do is make all of their topiaries look. What are topiaries? Topiaries, I think, are like where you clip uh bushes to make them in a shape that's a topiary so they're, they're going like to bush structures bush sculptures <laughs> sculpt bush sculptures bush sculptures 
say that fast three times. So anyway, they have over 80 topiaries. Okay. And so like Mickey Mouse is going to be made out of only flowers. Also like floats. You know how those are? Yeah. Not like ice cream floats. No, no. Like they're going to have like a float festival. Parade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a parade. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, it starts on March 4th and it runs through the month. And Epcot's fun anyway. You know, but, yeah, I know. You have enough drinks, anything's fun, honestly. Well, especially like cooking classes, because they not only have, it's not just about flowers, it's a garden festival too. So they have cooking classes uh, in every country, and they have an outdoor kitchen during this no event, an outdoor kitchen at every country. I, you know, I tried to get my family to go to this this week. What weekend. family? <laughs> you! <laughs> I was so close to getting them to go this weekend. This sounded like so much fun. We may be going next weekend, but I, I'm really looking forward to if this. If we do, we'll add video to yeah, our, to sure, our uh, for sure. website. But no promises. I can't commit anyone. To, I can't get anybody to commit. What's wrong with you? I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you're in the learning mode, just check it out. Go to Disney World, obviously, for your tickets. And they have all kinds of different packages. So that'll do, be fun. Do they make you take a breathalyzer test before you play with the knives? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So maybe we'll see you at Disney in a week or two. We'll see. Watch oh, Epcot. Your, Epcot. Watch your fingers. Drink responsibly. <laughs> All right. That's all for today, Paige. Thanks. Bye, everyone. Well, that's all the time we have for today. It was fun. Yeah. It was a good time. So if there are any topics that you would like us to discuss, please log on to our webpage, florida-homechat.com, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Florida Home Chat, all one word. And of course, contact us if you need any real estate help anywhere in the universe. Sun, the moon, anywhere. Oh, I almost forgot. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. And share the link with a friend. Or an enemy. If you think they'd like to have some fun with us too. Don't forget to look for contact information or links in the description on the episode. By the way, the views and opinions of Paige. Hey. Okay, either of us are just opinions. Don't go making plans based on what we tell you to do. Make your own decisions.